on our last episode of the driver's seat, a comment was made that was inappropriate. I would like to apologize to anyone who may have taken offense to the comment. This comment was not in line with the values that we represent as a group as well as individuals. Moving forward, we will be educating ourselves and we'll be better advocates for not only mental health, but body positivity. I just want to apologize to anyone that I may have offended. I by no means meant to upset anyone. As someone who is personally self-conscious about my body, I'm definitely not about body shaming. It was a very poor joke on my behalf. I would also like to address the said offensive comment made in the last episode. Uh, I know it was not meant to be offensive, and so I, as well as everyone else, is very sorry for and we did not mean it in any offensive way. It was just a joke that was taken very poorly. What's up, everyone? How's it going? You guys are listening to The Driver's Seat with your hosts, Caitlin Wallace and Megan Mitchell. back to another week of the driver's seat i'm megan mitchell driver the number 73 pier stock and my co-host is hey everyone i'm caitlin wallace and i drive the number 45 mini stock at flamborough speedway megan how was your weekend back after a off weekend if i can get that out (laughs) (laughs) it was not too bad it felt good to be back at the track again after that much time off but um yeah it was really good I had my aunt and my cousins out there to watch some of my friends and their (laughs) little boy came out my little nephew came to watch me so it was it was really good I mean my night didn't go exactly how I wanted it to but that's the game and I mean my nephew still thinks that I won so hey that's all that matters exactly so like Long little kid thinks you win yeah it's, it's a win for me and just <laughs> I'm so happy like climbing in the car afterwards like doesn't even heartwarming yeah bad day doesn't even matter no how was your day though Kate oh it was good you know started off a little rough but we got through it <laughs> uh ended up finishing Geez, I think sixth on the first one and fifth on the second or something like that. Um, the car felt great. And it's still home in one piece, no damage, maybe a couple tire rubs, but it's fine. <laughs> Nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. What are your uh, thoughts for this coming weekend, seeing as it is fan appreciation night? I'm so excited for this weekend. I, I really enjoy these bigger events like that. And being the corn roast is, it's fun. I enjoy the fact that people can come over and hang out in the pits and look around, look at the cars, talk to the drivers. Like, you'll just get to kind of hang out and it's almost like a big family dinner or something. It's especially nice seeing as we didn't get to have an autograph night this year due to COVID. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, kind of like we can make up for it in a it's- store also going to be super nice because you're going to be pitted beside me now mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm very excited for that it's been a while since we've been down over on one of those pit pads so that'll be nice that'll be fun we'll have some good times it'll be nothing but laughs and smiles yeah i agree with you though on the whole fan appreciation thing i think it's a really nice experience for people to have when it comes to being able to actually spend time walking over to the other side of the track. Cause like, I know you can do it every week, but not a lot of drivers stick around for it. 
Mm-hmm. So at least with this one, like all drivers know about it. And obviously everyone wants to be involved in the corn roast. And so 90% of the cars actually stick around this time. And mm. it's exciting for kids to be able to come around and see all these different drivers and see the ones that they possibly look up to if they come every weekend kind of thing. And so. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I think that's one of the biggest things I'm excited for. Like it's not my weekend in the car, it's Chase's. So I don't have a race to look forward to to myself but I really I just look forward to all the events after I mean I I believe all the classes are running heats this weekend too so now are they doing that because it's a Flamborough Memorial Night I think so so because uh this weekend there are six divisions running they want to help speed up the show a little bit so with the uh to help speed it up a little bit we're going to be doing heats instead and just one giant feature at the end of the night okay I like that that, that's yeah. that's directly from Doug Leonard. So have they upped the lap counts? Yes, they have. Uh, give me one second here. I'll pull up the uh, uh, the pit notes for this weekend. I think it's one of the last things that I posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 lots, super stocks. Uh, so 20, 20 lots, mini stocks. 25 lots, pro challenge. Pure stocks get 25. CVMs get 30 and pro late models will run 50. 30 for the CVMs. So the cars with bigger car counts get more laps. That's good. That'll be a good show. I'm pretty excited. I really like that they have um, some of the other classes doing more laps, like the classes that have the bigger counts. It puts on a better show, especially with it being Memorial Night. Makes it special. Yeah, it um, it gives the bigger car classes more opportunity for more action, as well as like different results than what happens in a typical like 20 lap race for them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know 25 compared to 20 for the peer stocks doesn't seem like much, but honestly, a lot of the times, if you had that extra five laps, it could do a lot for you. Oh, yeah. I think it's perfect. I know the first race ever of this season, June 19th, my car was hooked up real good and um, I'd finished fourth, but if I had just a couple more laps, I would have been able to take up third, but mm. So yeah, like people don't think just even like two more laps mean anything, but really it means so much. It it does. Huge. Yeah, but being on Memorial Night, I feel like it just gives it the track a different vibe. Like I remember going, I think the last one we did was 2019, I believe. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I can just remember standing in the pits and listening to them read off the names of like some of our drivers that have passed. And it's just, it's kind of emotional. It's very emotional. My pa's name's on it. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about that. I remember that the was... first year I raced 2017. It was the first year of racing after he had passed away. And I I like broke down on Memorial Night because I heard his name and just it was just it was close to being a year since he passed away. And so mm-hmm. it was tough, but it's kind of nice now, a couple years later, to hear it and think, yeah yeah he kicked butt out at flamborough speedway like mm-hmm. i'm proud to say he's my grandpa and i'll always be racing in his name you know mm-hmm. and he was from the naggy side of your family yeah he's my mom's dad okay right so he's al naggy senior right right the best part about fan appreciation night is the corn roast i've actually never um participated in it me neither the only (laughs) thing that i was really there was 2019 and 
I think that was my very first night out racing like ever in my life. And there was no way that I was going to eat corn and keep it down. Like, <laughs> just like, nah. So like, I'm glad that I'm not racing this weekend because I might be able to actually eat some corn. <laughs> I know I've been through, this will be my third one because we didn't do one last year and yeah. I've never once participated. <laughs> I always just stay at my pit. Um, now I know with, uh, fan appreciation night, teams tend to make up little goodie bags. Like I know they do it during autograph night, but a lot of the time teams also put together stuff for the fans on fan appreciation night. Now, are you in your MRC racing team doing that? So we're going to be having just little goodie bags at the track this weekend for any of the kids that come by. And then we're supposed to be having some hero cards ready and Jory's going to be there. So we're hoping to have little cards to give out and maybe give out some of the smaller stickers, the lift the visor stickers. So I'm excited for that. That'll be really good if you get that stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Were you guys going to be doing anything for the fan appreciation? Um, We're trying to get some stuff together through sponsors and some family stuff um well for sure have autograph cards uh because i got them last week but if not that will be all i have but we're hoping to get some other stuff together so that we can give some stuff out to the little kitties before racing starts and start off their night really nicely mm -hmm. that'd be good before we move into checkers or wreckers, let's check out what's happening on the True North Racing Podcast. How's it going, everyone? My name is John Morrison. I'm the host over there at the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. This week on the program, we sat down with the driver of the number 12, London Recreational Racing Superstock, Justin Collison. We talked to Justin about how he got started in racing, jumping from go-karts straight into Superstocks, as well as what's what it's like racing in the Quick Wicks Firestarter Superstock Series. Plus, we also took some time and answered our fan questions, and we also obviously talked about so much more. So once you're done here over at the driver's seat, head on over and check out the True North Racing Podcast, available now on all major podcasting platforms. But let's get back into the driver's seat. Take it away, girls. Now it's time for our favorite segment. It is... Jackers. <laughs> I squeaked. <laughs> John, tell us how to play. Thank you, girls. That's right. It's time for Checkers or Wreckers. Our newest segment is meant to test the knowledge of our lovely hosts. They will have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Ladies, are you ready? Yes, I am. I'm ready. All right, Kaylin, you're up first. Oh, shoot. No, I'm not ready. Well, you already said you were. Wasn't ready. All right, so timer starts after I finish the first question. All right. All right. What track is known for being called the Madhouse? Like Ontario track? Uh, no, it's North American track. Oh shit! I don't know. All right, Wreckers. <laughs> who was Sunday's NASCAR Cup winner? Checkers. What country has the second largest landmass in the world? Russia. Wreckers. 
how many points do does the maple leaf have? Oh shit, I don't know. Five. Rackers. What is Canada's most haunted town? Brantford. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a wrecker. <laughs> Stop that here. All right. So the track the track that's known for being called the Madhouse is Bowman Gray. You got Sunday school. Sunday's Cup winner, you got that one right. That was Ryan Blaney. What country has the second largest landmass in the world? And that is Canada. Russia's first. Yeah, I fucked you up. Sorry. (laughs) The Maple Leaf has 11 points to it. And Canada's most haunted town is Niagara-on-the-Lake. It is named the most... It is named the most haunted uh, town in, Ga- in Canada. All right, Megan, you're up. Oh, okay. All right, 60 seconds are on the clock. Of course, we uh, the timer will start once we uh, once I read the first question. All right. Right. All right. When was Canada's first NASCAR race? I'm looking for the dates. Oh, God. August 12, 1996. Wreckers. <laughs> what was the orca's real name from the movie Free Willy? William. <laughs> Wreckers. I don't know. In what city can the big nickel be found? Oh, wow. I didn't pay attention in school. I know it, but I don't. I don't know. Just come up with your best guess. All right, Wreckers, we're going to move on here. (laughs) What is the name of the canal that that helped ships get from Lake Erie to Lake Ontario? The Welland Canal? Correct. Who won the first NASCAR's Pinchies race at Flamborough Speedway? Cool. I don't know. You have an answer or no? No. Oh boy. Okay. So <laughs> that's a record. <laughs> so the answers for Megan's questions today was the first NASCAR race that was held in Canada was July 1st, 1952. The Orca's real name from the movie Free Willy was Keiko. The city of the Big Nickel can be found in is Sudbury. The name of the canal that the ships get to from Lake Erie to Lake Ontario, she got correct with Welland. And the first NASCAR Pinty's race at Flamborough Speedway was won by Jason Hathaway. Now let's find out what happens in the tiebreaker. And of course, the week I busted my butt to get this done, we tie again. (laughs) So I'm going to come up with a math question on the fly here. So phones down. So that way no one's cheating here. Okay. 25. 
plus 36 plus 54 divided by three. Twenty-five, thirty-six. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yep, and then divided by three. First one to come up with it. Who's gonna cheat first? That's I think I think Megan's cheating. I think she's writing it <laughs> I'm down. I'm trying to write on my table oh, yeah. to do math. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Hold on. We'll try this way. You lost me at the divide. So. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, Dale. Okay, I need you to pick a number for me. Okay. Send me that number on Snapchat. Right. And don't tell Caitlin what it is. Just pick a number between one and ten. Yeah. Did he just tell us what it was? <laughs> between like one sent. and ten. Oh, oh it's sent. Uh, you never said one and ten before. Now you gotta pick a different number. Oh, <laughs> you never said one and ten. You just said pick a number, so I picked a number. There, it's on your Snapchat. All right. Okay. What pick a number between one and three? Or what? Oh, I can't believe that it's spelled. Was it three? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you f that up, guns. All right, pick a number between one and a hundred. Eighty-eight. Oh, I was gonna choose. <laughs> I was on seventy-seven. Forty-five. Go 70, seventy-seven, and you say forty-five. That's just my number. <laughs> yeah. Kaylin got it. It is 45. <laughs> so, with that being said, the score is now tied up at two all. Ooh. Oh, actually, sorry. No, you already tied up at two all because the last time I couldn't get the answer out. So now Kaylin pulled ahead by one. All right, guys, so congratulations to Kaylin for uh, taking home checkers or wreckers this time, and she takes the lead three to two over Megan so far. Um, as you guys know, at the end of the year, whoever has the most points as of middle of October, they will get a plastic soccer trophy or a trophy we can find from a dollar store or something, and they get to keep that in the bragging rights for till, till the following year. Um, but now we're going to move on to, I don't know how we're going to, I don't know how we're going to slide this in, but anyways, we're going to slide over to a new weird segment. I guess you will call it. I don't know how the hell to put it. I'll be honest with y'all. Um, um, so anyways, we're going to, we were talking about this a couple a few weeks ago and we decided to actually bring it on as an actual segment uh, as we were doing some downtime a couple weeks ago. And it was some of our weird food cravings or some of the weird foods that we we thoroughly enjoy so you're going to hear from all three of us here about what what a couple of our weirdest foods that we like to eat um could be a combination could just be a, a single food um other than that uh drop your if you guys got something weird that you guys like to enjoy while eating drop it in the comments uh below and we will we'll possibly share it out to social media so uh you know, drop them, drop them in on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and let us know what your, what your weird meal is, I guess we'll call it. Um, so we'll start with Caitlin. We'll start with Megan. Um, this is definitely not something that I eat anymore because it was one of those things that I just 
ate so much that I got sick from it and turned myself off of, but it's weird because when I was a toddler, I would eat like the red hot hot dogs, but I would eat them raw right out of the the package. So I would be like going in the fridge throughout the day and just grabbing like raw hot dogs and just like I would go through an entire pack and like I just I loved it until I got like physically sick from it and now I can't even stand the smell of them that's awful (laughs) all righty what about you Kaylin when I was younger I used to eat craft dinner with ketchup oh me too that's a normal Canadian thing though yeah well I can't think of anything weird so see though this is this is the worst part because like now I feel like because I know I got a couple and I told you I'll get I told you guys these ones um so I don't remember to be completely honest (laughs) so one of them was a uh deep dish stuffed crust pizza so what I did is I took a large, I used to work for Boston Pizza as a delivery driver, so I got to make food. Um, they would allow me, let me make food at the, uh, later in the night um, for myself. So I would go back there. I would take a medium, uh, medium pizza. Then I would take it out of that container, uh, out of the, uh, the tin that they had it in. Then I would put it into a medium or a small and stuff it down in the corners. Then I would take a layer of pineapples and layer the outer edge and then roll my dough over top. And then throw on some sauce, cheese, pepperoni, bacon, and a little bit more uh, pineapple just for that little factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was that one. That was that was so good. Then we also had the heart attack to go, which was a panuki cut in half with chocolate and caramel sauce before I even do anything else. To put two brownies on the half of it, flip the other half of the <laughs> panuki on top, put more chocolate and caramel sauce on it put a scoop of ice cream, put more chocolate and caramel sauce on it, put some whipped cream, top it off with three cherries with a scoop of ice, two scoops of ice cream on the side. Um, <laughs> that was, a, that was our heart attack to go. Uh, oh, what else? My chest is hurting from that. Sorry. My chest is hurting from listening. To that. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still alive. Um, let's see. Another weird one I have is I make my own ketchup chips. Oh yeah, I remember that. In- instead of getting the dip from like um or getting ketchup chips, I don't know why I just dislike them. They I dislike the taste of them. So what I do is I take a bowl, and I think a lot of you might know where this is gonna go. I dump ketchup into it, and then I use my regular Lay's wavy chips as 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 you know, and dip dip it into the ketchup and have it like a damn French fry. Um hey, it works for me. I know yeah. it doesn't work for everyone. Um, it's like a potato. Sorry? Well, I, said, I said it's like a potato, but it is a potato. <laughs> it's it's a French fry. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a French fry. I'm a potato. Uh, see, that's the thing. I feel like I, small potatoes, small potatoes, small potatoes, potatoes. So yeah, that's some of oh. that's some of my weirdest food. So if you got any more, like please feel free to. Apparently, it's weird that I put, I go to Subway and I get a pizza sub and I put lettuce on it, because like, 
it's a sub and I have to have lettuce but it's on pizza. It. But it's I know. But like, would you would put you pickles put on it too? But would you put pe- lettuce on an actual pizza? God no. God no. So it is kind of weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird. I guess something that's weird that I like eating is pineapple on pizza because like people think that's weird. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza. Same. I'm the odd one out. <laughs> Actually, you know what's really good? Depending on where you get and, and how good their barbecue sauce is, I always get wings. And then I tell them put extra barbecue sauce on it. Not because I, I already love my wings sloppy, but I like to dip my Hawaiian pizza into the barbecue mm. sauce. And to me, it just gives that little factor. Why don't you get barbecue-based Hawaiian pizza from like you know Boston what? Pizza no, because not this. No, because I like it when it's cold. I like the dip when it's cool. I don't like it warmed up because warmed up it, it just. I'm weird. Okay. I understand this. Thank you. Thank you. Out of a lot of weird things I've done in my life, thank you. You're very welcome. I don't, I don't think this is weird. Like, I don't think it is, but that's just me. But I'll take graham crackers and I'll put peanut butter on them. And then I'll put chocolate chips on top. And sometimes I'll add some marshmallows. That's not well, hold on. What was it? Chocolate graham crackers? Put peanut butter on them. Okay. Wrinkle chocolate chips on them. And sometimes add some mini marshmallows. See, that's just like it's a, a dry s'more, s'more with peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter. Actually, this sounds pretty good. It is so good. All right, guys. So, like I said, drop your favorite uh, weird food item you guys like to eat. Uh, drop it in the comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know. Uh, you know, maybe we'll try it one time. Maybe we'll do a whole YouTube try kind of deal. Um, yeah. One Tuesday yeah. night or something, and, and or get it. We'll get us all together and we'll try it at the track or something, and, and video it or something. Um, I think that would be that would be pretty interesting to try out. Um, so let us know uh, in the comments below what we should do, what we should try, and uh, you guys might see it in a video from us uh, in the coming weeks. Um, other than that, guys, uh, I think we're gonna we're just about ready to wrap it up. So, ladies, take Keep it away. Up to date on. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Keep up to date on Wallace Racing by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Wallace Racing. Stay in the know of MRC Racing by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at mrc.racing.73. I'm Caitlin Wallace. And I'm Megan Mitchell, and you're listening to The Driver's Seat. Bye, everyone. See you later, guys. <laughs>